And there we go, everyone. We are back again for the, for another fantastic conversation on Friday Night Counter Attack. And it's a Christmas special, which we've not done for a while. And the reason we've not done a Christmas special in a while is because I've never had to do a, um, really had to do a podcast where it's something as crazy and outlandish and ambitious as what we're doing today. And that's what we're doing um, for this year's Christmas special. Normally we'd have it for an Eid special. And we'd, we'd have a, an E topic or a Ramadan topic, but I thought we'd bring it early this year, which was good fun. And if you've seen by the title, you know exactly where we're going. We're going way off course for this one. And um, there's only two brave soldiers for this week's podcast. So it's myself and it's Sarah Peraria, all the way from Canada. Sarah, are you ready for all-star athlete draft? I mean, no, because you only told <laughs> morning so I came up with a quick list about an hour ago of just top athletes that came to mind I'll be honest this is probably the least prepared that I am for any draft but I'm also kind of like all right let's see how I do then um we were just talking off air about how we're definitely gonna have some picks that the other one won't even have thought of because of the or heard of or heard of honestly for sure you'll have some where I'm like I couldn't even tell you who that is and I'm sure I'll have some where you just might not know as much you know, geographically based bigger sports here in Canada versus the UK. But I think it should be fun. And this is actually like a great creative idea. So kudos to you because I think this will be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So if you if if the audience hasn't got the drift, we're basically doing what we normally do as a draft, a football draft. We're actually doing a four, four, two, four, three, three, whatever formation we want to go for. But we're doing it with any other athlete besides a footballer. So we're actually going for I don't know, we're going for so many different athletes across the <clears throat> and we're just going to have to look and see how fun and how creative we can be because there's so many ways of going about this. And again, like Sarah said, we've not prepared for this at all. I thought we'd leave it as a last minute surprise, but I couldn't hold it as such a last minute surprise. And I thought we know we have to have some preparation for all of our podcasts. We have preparations and scripts and ideas and concepts to go through. So the only idea I'm going to go for this one is I'm going to see if I can try and have some of my favorite athletes as footballers. And it's going yeah. to be crazy to think about it because there'll be so many people that I'm going to think about after this podcast. I'll literally be like, oh, he would have been great for a footballer. He would have been great for playing at left back. And I'm just like, this is crazy. This is this is absolutely ridiculous. We're going to have a lot of fun doing this. And the fact of the matter is um, we're, we're, we're actually just de-stressing before the new year coming up, Sarah. So I'm ready for this one. And I want to see... Do we, do we set any boundaries? Do we set any rules beforehand? How do we go about this? What's the formation even going to be? I'll let you choose the formation for this one. I mean, I'm happy to stick with 4-3-3 just to keep the consistency of our other drafts. And to be fair, this is all theoretical. It's so, so theoretical. It's the most like, theoretical we've ever gone for so far. Yeah, I don't think it matters as much. Like, it's not going to be as strategic as it has been before with, like, footballers actually playing in their proper positions we are making this up I think like the thing is with this one is if you give an athlete and you say I want them to play center back if you give me a good enough reason I'm not going to tell you no because I can't <laughs> it's true there's going to be so many different athletes like I'm not even putting a limit on how many athletes you can get from one sport like that's how that's how confident I am in having fun with this one but that's how fun it's going to be in terms of learning about um, especially from my point of view learning from your North American sports that you have and from your point of view learn about sports that you'd probably never even consider watching like for me cricket is a big thing for me and you're like cricket forget about it I couldn't care less about it so you've said that numerous times so I'm like I'm looking forward to seeing where our differences and especially our similarities lie in this all-star athlete 
um, draft, I would say, which would be good fun. Um, should we get on with it? Should we begin with this, Sarah? Are you ready for this one? Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Right, fire away. We're going and we're going again. We're doing the whole usual thing of starting from back to front, but we've got a wild card first. So, of all the athletes in the world to making your all star athlete draft football team, who's going where and why? All right, first I'm go- I'm gonna pick this this athlete for a number of reasons. One, because they're one of the best athletes I think we've ever seen. Two, because I think you also want this person. So we're going straight. Don't say that. Don't say that straight away, please. Yes. Yes. And also there's a few others that I think we both might like, but I might just get there first or I might just be able. So it's a bit of strategy here, but also I think they'd be a great footballer. So it has to be Usain Bolt. Ah, my heart's just broken. My heart has just broken. Do you know how crazy it is? Like, Every single draft, there's a like, there's no notes for this. There's no conversation beforehand, and Sarah still picked my number one player. Um, oh, that's so good! Which okay, is so absolutely I'm, insane. Go for it, Sarah. Why have you picked Usain Bolt in your All Star draft? Um, okay, this one? I mean, he's one of he is one of the best individual athletes we've seen in our lifetime, breaking records upon records, and also knows how to juggle a football. To be fair, you've seen him be able to play around a bit. But I mean, if we're talking pace on a left wing, it doesn't matter who you put back there. This is the fastest man in the world. You can put Tom Hiddleston there in soccer aid and the same Bolt still just running past him like there's nothing. You can put the god of mischief, Loki, and the same Bolt's got nothing nothing to worry about, which which is ridiculous. But do you remember the fact that the same Bolt actually had a trial at a club in Australia Yes, that was insane, yes, yes. right? That was, that was incredible to see the fastest man on the planet, one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen, a superhero in many ways, go from 100 meters, 200 meters, 400 meters to playing football in Australia. How nuts was that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just think like it uh, when it comes down to the rest of these athletes, a lot of them aren't footballers, nor have they probably ever touched a football. But this is maybe one of the few that we've seen actually has a little bit of football talent and yeah i mean pace like he is a winger through and through and i feel very confident about this one the fact of the matter is he had a trial at borussia dortmund as well the same boat had a trial at borussia dortmund and again he didn't really get there obviously but the fact that he got to play and he got to travel um mm-hmm. to different clubs around the world and actually have a game or two in training was absolutely insane and it goes to show how talented Usain Bolt really was and the fact that he's now a mainstay at um there's a British charity event called Soccer Aid which happens every single year and Usain Bolt's always there representing team rest of the world and the fact that Usain Bolt has still got that pace around him at 37 years of age is outstanding and I don't know maybe Usain Bolt is probably regretting going into 100 meters and looking at his countryman Leon Bailey absolutely killing it for Aston Villa this season as well and maybe thinking you know what I could have played on the other side of the wing um, for Aston Villa but hey ho it is what it is and you've picked the same bolt um, in this draft which is absolutely fantastic because my my wild card where I'm going for um, I'm going to try and pick him because I think you may have been you may have thought about this guy as well um, we are actually going to North America for this one uh, oh, wow. we are yeah First up, we're going to North America for this one because I think with the way that this guy played in, in his respective sport, um, he is the greatest we've ever seen in the sport. He's, he's tried another sport as well, as respectively, didn't really work out. 
He has one of the greatest sports in stories of all time and is going to be my striker. And oh, have- wow. MJ at the top? MJ at the top. I need a target man at the top. Going to go for Michael Jordan as my striker, which is insane. I think the power that he has in his legs as well, the fact that he can jump so high. You're seeing the fact that Ronaldo is one of the highest jumpers in um, world football and he was on par with quite a lot of the NBA, like in terms of jump and distance and airtime air as well that's the term they use in the USA airtime MJ's airtime I'm going to have to go for him as my number nine striker and if I've got other people who have got other sets of still uh, other sets of skills I should say um, it's, um, the same bolts on the other team I need someone if I need a long ball going forward it's got to be you say it's got no sort of you say but it's got to be Michael Jordan I'm going for MJ as my striker which is crazy I love that I love that. That's such a great show. I mean, you know what the strikers too, they always have a bit of arrogance, don't they? And Michael was all about the arrogance. He would be a striker if he was a footballer, for sure. That's a great show and absolutely one of the best athletes we've seen as well. So he was on my list too. So yeah, great, great show. But talk to me about Michael Jordan, Sarah, from your point of view. Again, I'd probably say before your time as well, respectively, but how does it kind of ring nowadays at LeBron James? I know Suki's going to complain about us saying, oh, we're mentioning players that we could mention later on, but forget about him. It's a Christmas, it's a Christmas special. Um, but it's basically LeBron James is now the all-time scorer in the NBA. How does it feel now? Does he, does it feel like the, the dynamic has shifted with NBA at number one and Michael Jordan number two, or there's still a lot of people saying MJ still number one. Um, yeah. What's your point of view with this one? I think it depends on who you ask, because I think, the the older generation, they're going to say Michael because that's who they grew up watching, whereas my generation more so grew up watching LeBron. Mm. Now, that being said, there are still people that are in our age group that have really followed Michael's career. They've gone back. They've seen the highlight reels. They've rewatched games, and they will also say Michael. So I think a lot of it comes down to a bias of just who you grew up watching because there's that like you know connection of nostalgia and remembering. Oh, when I was you know four, five, six, watching the Bulls back then with Michael versus you know watching LeBron with Cleveland. Let's say. So it's hard to say because I think a lot of people don't actually base it on the skill as they do of what they remember growing up. And that's totally fair. I mean, they're both amazing in their own ways. What I will say is that MJ really was kind of the breakthrough athlete in the NBA. He was that guy. He didn't give a crap about anything and he wanted to win and he had that mentality yeah there were a few others Larry Bird Magic Kareem but like this guy was different so I think he did maybe pave the way a little bit but when we also see LeBron LeBron is like a specimen he's built different right so I don't know I I always these arguments are I'm not the most versed in basketball. I definitely have like a good understanding, but did you ever play basketball? No, no, absolutely. Really? So I played more basketball than you have. That's crazy. (laughs) No, no, I was uh, football through and through and dance. Actually, I used to dance pretty, pretty. Oh no, you got a ballet dancer on right wing now. You got the same boat one side. No, 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 I don't. Um, and volleyball actually as well, but basketball was just one of them. Like I just never got into it. I loved watching it actually growing up. It was really exciting, but yeah, somehow I just never got into it. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough as well. But yeah, MJ is my striker. And now we're going, this is crazy. This is outrageous how we're doing this. I actually don't know. This is nuts. The fact that that I'm going to post this as well, it's going to be so funny to listen (laughs) back to it as well, which is great. 
Sarah Pararia, who's your goalkeeper in all-star athletes draft where no footballers are allowed to touch this pitch from either side? How are you going to go about this? How, what is the strategy? Oh, I don't for this know. I, let me just, <laughs> I have some players here that I've thought, okay, this could be their position, but keeper was one that I really couldn't like. There's a few. Okay. No, you know what? I'm going to, I think I'm going to do this because I also want to take it from you as well. Okay. I'm going to put the man, the myth, the legend, Muhammad Ali in between the sticks. I ain't go. I think Ali so. Ain't go. I think so because the thing is, have you seen reflexes like that? Oh, you need thanks. to be quick on your feet. No one was going to touch this guy ever. And he's going to be able to, I think, get places quicker than maybe other other athletes that I have on my list of whatever. I think with his ability to just, I don't know, see things kind of before they're coming. Do you know what I mean? Like Ali was special with that. And we've seen that in boxing. So maybe it could translate to him being a keeper, not to mention how good is he with his hands? <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that you mentioned as well. Like I didn't think of him as a goalkeeper. I thought of him as a center back, just that muscular build, being able to take on any striker, having that, literally that ballerina dance effect that he had with his twinkle toes is crazy to see. For a keeper too, right? No, but no, I, I agree with you. But my thought process was he's huge. Put him at the back, put him, put him as a as a defensive um, defensive player who can actually run a bit as well. But yeah, oh, this is tricky now. Maybe I have to go for a no, light. I don't know. I... <laughs> Uh, and you've stolen my next pick as well for somewhere oh, yeah. down the line as well. So nicely done there with, with Muhammad Ali, who I believe is the greatest boxer of all time for what he's done, not just in the boxing room, but outside the boxing room Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. I'd happily... Stood up for what he believed in. It's rare to see it nowadays. It's true. You don't see... You, do, you see everyone compromising. Muhammad Ali had no compromise yeah. in his religion, in his beliefs, in his, in his methodology as well. Insane. Insane. And honestly, one of the, one of the only few athletes on the Hollywood Boulevard Walk of Fame and the only um, star on the Walk of Fame that's on the wall as well, um, as opposed yeah. to actually being on the walk as well, which is which is great to see. Um, me, I'm going to stick to, I'm going to go for a homely pick now. I'm going to go for a cricket player in goal. Okay. So I'm going to go for someone who, there's a position, Sarah, in, in cricket called a wicketkeeper. So when the ball is bowled, like in pitched in baseball, and the batsman misses it, there's someone behind who has to catch it. So this oh, is like someone who's, is, yeah, sport. he's used to having gloves in his hands. He's used to being able to catch balls left, right, and center, diving. And honestly, it's fascinating when you're when you're watching it, and you're just like the concentration this man has to do this eight hours a day for nine for for five days in a row is insane. So I'm going to go for double World Cup winner for England, Joss Butler. Um, is going to be is going to be my goalkeeper for this one as well. Is one of my favorite ever athletes. I've watched him growing up, and I've, I've thought. He's actually such a special talent with the bat and with the gloves as well. The fact that this means nothing to Sarah, but if anyone's listening <laughs> and is a cricket fan, you know already I'm a big, big cricket fan as well. And the fact that um, I needed one of my favourite ever cricket players in here as well. Um, yeah, Joss Butler, one of, one of the greatest cricket players of all time. And is English, which is great. So I've seen him win a World Cup for England. Not something a football team can say um, in modern years as well. Only the female um, team can say that as well and they got to, no they got to Euros they got to the World Cup final which is insane um, need to do an all-star women's draft by the end of the season make sure Travis is on that for that one um, as well uh, right back Sarah where are you going for this one and why oh no you know this is so tricky I think I know about a couple centre backs but a right back you need somebody with pace 
but someone who can defend as well. Pace, defense. You got to give me Rafa Nadal for this one. Right back. Yeah, you know what? Because my midfield is, I, I'm, I'm going strategy here because I think he'd be like a flank player. Like we'd see like a Joao Cancelo, lots of creativity, run up, but be able to come back and defend. Left-handed as well. Yeah, I mean, crazy. He'll like he'll well he'll be able to get those crosses. I mean, um, how, I'm we're comparing somebody who's using their like. What are we doing? Who knows? We're, we're being so serious about something so not serious. As this is insane. Yeah. Because I can't lie. I, I I was thinking of him as like a left back or a left mid. That would have worked really well. Imagine Bolt and Nadal on the same wing. That would have been crazy. Okay, uh, wait. So I'm happy though that you also had him in the back though potentially because yeah, yeah he's also he's a big guy. <laughs> He can defend well. We've seen it in tennis. And I think he, he has the ability to get that ball where it needs to be. We've seen it on the court. Why not bring it to the pitch? And also, personally, for me, I'm being a bit selfish with my athletes in picking players that I just want, and I'm squeezing them into positions. That, that's the whole game. That's the whole That's yeah. the whole game. We're not going for someone who is really good at baseball that's going to be a great right midfielder. We will never know <laughs> because they're just going to not play as well, which is insane. But... Yeah, Rafael Nadal, one of the greatest tennis players we've ever seen. For me, part of that Fab Four was incredible as well. Will there be any other members of the Fab Four later on? We will We will have to wait and see, which will be good. And maybe a, a debate or two about tennis later on, which will be good fun. Um, for me at right back, I'm going for a boxer. I'm going for a boxer who I believe has so no. much tenacity about him, so much aggression about him. And for some reason, he's now turned into a comedian. He's got his own podcast. He's looking very, very funny on the internet. Oh. The most random things, doing skits with YouTubers. And I don't know what he's up to these days. But when he was in his heyday, when he was one of the scariest men on the planet, the baddest man on the planet, uh, Mike Tyson, you're at right back for me, my friend. Stolen it. He was going to be a center back for me. He's an absolute monster. And you want him in the back for sure. Great shout. Mike Tyson, though. You're, you're just looking at Mike Tyson and you're just like... Yeah, you're not getting through. You're not getting through. Usain, Usain Bolt versus Mike Tyson. That's a deadly battle. That's, That's a deadly crazy. battle on that on that left wing for you. That right back position for me as well. I need someone, if Usain Bolt's coming through, you can just go and just take him yeah. out. Yellow yeah. card referee. It's going to happen. I oh, love that. Crazy. Right then. Um, so first choice centre back for me. Do I stick with boxing? Now, you know what? I'm going to go for... I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the game a bit as well. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is the best position for him, but I can't afford to lose him in your team. Oh, I'm scared. We're off to the USA again. We're off to North America. Um, we're not going for the NBA. We're going to the NFL. And we're going for someone who has the most incredible range of throwing a ball I've ever seen in my life. In defense, you are disgracing his name. I'm putting Tom Brady at defense. He's going to be like my Sergio Ramos at the back who can ping a ball anywhere. Honestly, he'd probably be better as a midfielder, to be fair. But I need Tom Brady in my... In my, in my, my cam. He was my cam. And you've taken him and you've put him as a center back. The disrespect. <laughs> do you know the funniest thing? You, do you remember when David Beckham went to the USA and he was playing as a defensive midfielder? For LA Galaxy. The, yeah. the, the commentators would say, David Beckham's here in the quarterback position. And I'm like, geez, the quarterback being protected by the two centre midfielders, David Beckham was there. 
But I'm like, I need an attacking. I've got an attacking midfield through who I think would be legendary um, for this one as well. But I think with the the way the game's going now in 2023, defenders have to play out properly from the back. They have to play long balls if they need to as well. We're looking at John Stones. We're looking at, I'd say it's Delit. We're looking at someone like Ronald Araujo, for example, as well. Prime centre-backs now have to play passes to literally the winger's feet. And if I need someone who has one of the greatest visions, one of the greatest arms I've ever seen as well in sport, for a sport that I don't not only watch, but I detest. I remember going to the, to the USA and I was watching it at my cousin's house. I was like, I don't like all these adverts, all these commercial breaks. Play the game. But then again, I can't, dis- I can't discredit Tom Brady. And I need Tom Brady. For some, re- for some reason, Tom Brady's at the back for me. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Lips. I think you just wanted to take him from me. I think that this was all strategy. It's dry strategy. It's going to happen. There's going to be so many more going forward. There's, there's two players I know. Two players? There's two athletes I know you've got on your list. And if I get one of them from you now, then I'll be happy with two out of three. Which oh, see, good. now I got to really think about it properly. All right. Send so it back you for talk- you. Where are we going? All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to start picking players that I really want now. No strategy. It's out the door. Um, the best defender in the Formula One ever no. of all time, and that is Fernando Alonso. From the beginning until now, left to go to NASCAR, Le Mans, and now he's back. Nobody will defend like he can. He's going to go right beside Rafa Nadal to give me a little spicy Spanish combination. But Fernando Alonso is one of the best Formula One race driver, race car drivers ever underrated and if he is defending you will not be able to get by him whether you're max verstappen lewis hamilton checo i don't care sebastian vettel once upon a time michael schumacher i've given you way too many names just there by the way whoops it happens it happens um fernando alonso is racing for aston martin now at the moment or he was from the last previous season yes which was fantastic but i still remember him racing for renault and being top dog being one of the greatest racers we've seen Literally just as a rookie coming through, which was insane. But um, one one nice thing about Fernando Alonso is the fact that my brother works for Aston Martin. I don't know if he's going to listen to his podcast, but the fact that he got to meet Fernando Alonso and he was just said like, yeah, is a really very stern, straightforward guy. And I'm like, it reminds me of yourself then. And he found that quite funny. So I was like, yeah, you work out the right company, which is good. Um, but no, you go for Fernando Alonso at the back. That's crazy. Oh, He's that's so the best crazy. defensive driver ever. It makes so much sense. I actually think. And also because you know he's Spanish. You know he's kicked around a football. Like it wouldn't be the first time. He's probably not great. But I mean, also maybe he is. He's an athlete. Who knows? Yeah, I that's true. Like um, at the back for me, first, wait, did I pick a center back? I put Mike Tyson. I went for. But Tom Brady as a center back, <laughs> lest we forget. Lest we forget. I'm going for someone who I think would be an absolute unit at the back as well um by the way i'm not we're not picking we're not picking wwe wrestlers by the way i'm not i'm not having john cena in my list for goodness sake big show is definitely not at center back for me i was was thinking about him for some reason i was thinking about a rugby player and for some reason big show came into my mind as well which is insane um i'm going for one of the greatest rugby players we've ever seen he's a new zealand international um and he won the world cup and he's won it in different countries one of the greatest players we've ever seen in rugby. Again, a sport that Sarah may or may not have seen, but I know she did mention it to me because she has got friends who watch rugby as well. So I'm going to go for, your your friend will like this, Richie McCaw, New Zealand, um, former New Zealand captain of the Rugby World Cup as well. So very happy to go for him in my team. So I've got Tom Brady, Richie McCaw, Mike Tyson, 
as three of my back four. That's crazy. Just saying those names out loud, some of the greatest athletes we've ever, I've ever seen personally. In a defense, in a defense, in, in a four-three-three formation, it's crazy. Um, it's, it's tough out here. We are making it up as we go along. <laughs> I love it. We're here for it. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I, I still can't say it with a straight face. I'm not going to. Who's your second choice center back, Sarah? Um, in this um, one. Oh, this is tough because I think I have a right a right back idea, but someone. Okay, let me think. Do I want to go? Okay, you know what? Um, I really don't like picking NFL players because, as you mentioned, not really my not really my cup of tea as well. And you've taken the only one that I care about. But I think I need a little bit of uh, oomph in the back. And I'm going to go Ray Lewis, one of the best defensive linebackers in the NFL. Do I know much about him? No, but I know that he was good at what he did. And at this point, I'm going to go for a bit of... Uh, Somebody who's actually just going to stop you. Somebody who's not afraid to run into you or get run into. Um, I think with the defenders, you you just like, you, I'm looking at yours and I see Mike Tyson and you've named a rugby player now. So I think I have to go with somebody who's just a bit beefier. It needs to be done. You need a bit of strategy, strategy, uh, strategy, 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 <laughs> strategy. So this is what happens when you're talking about rugby players in a football team makes no sense yeah. at all um, as well. Still an invasion game, but it still makes no sense whatsoever. And so is American football. It's an invasion game. Strategy yeah. um, in this. I'm liking this as well. I will have to do my research on him as well. For all, for all I know, he's just an NPC. He could just be like, <laughs> he could be playing for like the, the equivalent of like Fulham Football Club. But you're saying he's the greatest of all time. So I'm going to have to deal with whoever you picked as well, which would be great fun as well. Um, who's your first choice left back? Where are we going with this uh, one? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me just, I just remembered somebody that I could put. Let me just, do I want to put him there and then him on the wing? Um. Okay, no, we'll go. Dennis Rodman, the the craziest basketball player you'll ever meet. Great. He was my, he, 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 he was in, he was my defense midfielder. He was my defensive midfielder. He was my N'Golo Kante type player winning the ball back. To get it yeah. up to MJ. Oh, no. Oh, no way. This is oh, insane. Oh, I can't believe that. What a pick. Yeah, well, listen to me. Like, he, he's a bit of both when it comes to basketball. He will defend until the end. But he also has the pace, can go up, can score. So that's really a winger to me. But I think putting him a little bit back will help solidify that defensive wall. Also, another guy that you don't want to come across in a dark alley or the last man on the pitch. You know, kind of the, I think he might be, if in football terms, like we always say, somebody that you hate to play against, but want on your team. That would be a Dennis Rodman figure to me. I think a lot of everything that he went through um, in his lifestyle choices and what the media kind of covered with him kind of took away from the player that he was because he really was so important to that Chicago Bulls team playing alongside MJ as we already gave him all the praise. Dennis Rodman was absolutely fantastic for the sport of basketball yeah, yeah fantastic adversary for michael jordan no advers not fantastic ally for scotty Pippen and michael jordan as well and i think for a lot of people who didn't get to watch them properly the last dance was a really good way of understanding the character and the persona that Derek rockman really really was as well um which is fantastic um left back for me <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know i no, i'm gonna i'm gonna save this I'm going to save a cricket player for later because I know for I know hundred percent. I won't go for it. I will you're not, never. You're not, go pick, for it. you're not picking cricket players and you're not picking rugby players. I've understood that. 
Um, do I pick a golfer though? No, because it's not hundred percent me. Now, I, I could I could mention golfers, but don't think I will. Um, left back, I'm going to go for Lewis Hamilton. Lewis right. Hamilton is my guy, um, one of my favorite ever athletes of all time. And this is a question I wanted to ask you, Sarah, because we have mentioned Formula One drivers already. Uh, Fernando Alonso, um, Lewis Hamilton were teammates once upon a time um, as well. My question to you is: You know, when people talk about the greatest of all time, the goat, the greatest athlete uh, of any sport. What do you think is more difficult? Do you think it's more difficult to do it in an individual sport? Or do you think it's more in- difficult to do it in a team when you, you're maybe the maverick of the team, um, but you, then you have to carry other people, you have to work with it, different individuals? What do you think is more important um, in terms of being the GOAT, being the best individual or being the best individual in the team? I think individual sports are more difficult overall because you're taking literally everything from the challenges, the stress, you know, mentally that's going to take such a toll on you. Every challenge you go through is on you and you alone. Team sports, we've seen, you know, for example, Messi, when we say he's the GOAT, because we literally saw him carry a team. But he went to the locker room at the end of the day and was still surrounded by 10 other players, right? And it seems like he does have really good bonds with some of those players. I think individual sports are just a little bit more... The pressure that builds for these these athletes, I think, will take more of a toll than a team sport. But it is hard to compare like a Formula One driver versus a footballer, a rugby player, a golfer. Like they are all very different when it comes to Formula One, though, I will say not only is that an individual sport, there are 20 people in the world that compete for it. That is a different level of competitiveness. And no wonder why all Formula One athletes are so arrogant because they know they're the best. They're they're one in 20 in the world. Like, I don't think there's any other sport that is that small. It's basically top gun for athletes, really, when you think it's about it. Insane. <laughs> the best of the best, literally going forward yeah, um, with exactly. it as well. Oh, this is crazy. Now we're on to midfield. I don't know how I'm going to set up my I midfield. Know. I don't even, I, I can't. <laughs> Do I want to go for someone who's like a Sergio Busquets and just holding it down and two attacking midfielders? You know what? For the, for the fun of it, I will. For the fun of it, I will. Um, but in one of my center midfielders, I'm going to have to go for one of the greatest um, tennis players I've ever seen. Oh, Someone who have, I've had the luxury of watching him throughout his career. And I think he's got that creative all-round vision to spray passes across the midfield, across the attack and dictate the game. Because whenever you watch this man play tennis, more, more times than not, 90% of the games that he played, he dictated it at his own pace, his own level. And he ran the show quite, uh, quite comfortably as well. Um, so yeah, in my midfield, I'm going to go for Sir Roger Federer because I believe he should be a Sir by now. I know it's not really um, a British thing to go for someone who's not from Britain, but he's, he's just my centre mid. So he's my holding midfielder. Yeah. Yeah. So Roger Federer is dictating the play. You can call him Tony Cruz. You can call him Paul Scholes, call him Xavi, whatever you want to call him. But Roger Federer is one of the greatest players I've ever seen. Um, as a tennis player I, my mum once took me for my birthday to watch Roger Federer play in London and it was insane it was absolutely insane like the the control that he had on his mind of being so present people don't talk about this for athletes a lot Sarah and I think you all know um, as well that how the presence of an athlete when they just walk onto a pitch that grace that poise about them as well Roger Federer could do on any different surface play not so much as well we know about Nadal of course but Roger Federer's confidence, his presence was insane. And I just thought it was fantastic. And as a kid, I was just starstruck at watching Roger Federer um, as well. Yeah. There's, there's... Really... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You were going to say. 
I, I was just saying he really did kind of start that new generation of tennis where we've seen, you know, him and Rafa and maybe two others that maybe I'm going to say that maybe I'm not because now we're playing strategy. But he was kind of the initial kickstart to that generation of tennis. But I think one of the things that always like Rafa for me is my personal favorite tennis player. But the respect I have for Federer is different because he not only was brilliant and like you said, commanded a court, but his class was unmatched. Mm. I don't think I know a, an, any athlete that has the same amount of class as Roger Federer. You cannot say a bad word about this guy because the way he conveys himself to anyone is just with the utmost respect. And it's also really beautiful when you see him like when he was retiring and him and Rafa played their last match against each other. And like, they're both just sobbing and it's the cutest thing. And like, you can just tell that the way Rafa looked up to him, but then Federer also shows so much respect to Rafa for being, you know, one of his biggest competitors in his career. And I, I just think he is an outstanding figure in sports, truly. Yeah, it's true. I'm just looking at what he's done in his career. And for a lot of people, they'll call him the GOAT. There's that time when a kid was in the press conference and he said, why do people call you the GOAT, Roger? And he started laughing in a very shy manner. He was just very humble about it. He didn't say, because I am. He was just like... Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just a very funny thing to laugh off um with as well, which is great. So yeah, Roger Federer is in my midfielder dictating play for me, and I'm really looking forward to seeing who my other two midfielders are. I believe you're gonna pick at least one of these people in midfield. If you are, then not only do you know football, but we have we have kind of thought about this as well. If you pick this player, maybe not straight away, but if you pick him in this midfield for you, then it's gonna be game over for me, I think. In this, in this random theoretical draft that we're doing. Yeah, don't well. get into my head. There's a few I could go for, but I think I'm going to continue going with players that I really want to put on the pitch. And I think this player actually would be a great holding midfielder. I'll go the same position as you. Somebody who changed not only their sport, was very well-versed in football. And that's the late Kobe Bryant. Rest Personally, for me, was always my favorite basketball player. I think him as a holding midfielder is kind of the position that he would excel at because he has the ability to create kind of also attack, but kind of keep everything in check. And I think that's what Kobe would do for his team when he was playing at the Lakers as well. He was the mm. guy. Everything went through him. And a lot of that had to do with the Mamba mentality. You know, he will train. I know if anything out of all these players – Kobe's going to be at practice. He's going to give 100% on the pitch and I'll be happy with him. But even in theoretics, it's Michael <laughs> versus Kobe once again. Even in, the, in, even, in, even in this, it will still be Team Kobe versus Team Michael again. That's insane. Well, wow. what I love about Kobe as well and why I'm happy to bring him into this uh, theoretical draft is because he was actually a massive football fan. And you've seen him at Barca training You've seen him play football before. He actually knows how to handle a football decently well. He's also a leaner guy. So I think in the midfields, he'll do well there. Speaks a bunch of languages. He'll be able to converse. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, like one of my favorite things I've ever seen from Kobe was, I don't know if you've seen this clip where he was speaking to Ronaldinho. Mm. Dino is telling him, listen, you got to look out for this guy. His name's Lionel Messi. He's going to be the best footballer. And then Kobe goes, thought you were the best footballer and he goes just wait and see and just everything about that is like me wrapped up in a little package here you go i love it i love it kobe majestical bryant. kobe yeah. bryant also had a conversation with Thierry henry um i think a couple of years before he passed away but after he retired he was saying about how 
he was a big AC Milan fan and Marco van Basten was a big influence in him in, as a professional athlete, always scoring goals, always challenging for greatness and always trying to lift up um, the players around him, which is something that Marco van Basten did when he was um, a striker at AC Milan and for the Netherlands respectively um, as well, which is great fun. So yeah, Kobe Bryant's in your midfield, which is fantastic with me trying to not look so glum because it's your second pick in midfield now, Sarah. So are you sticking with basketball for this one? Why are you going for this one? I sure am. Oh, for God's sake, don't do this to me. Don't do this. Please don't do this. Nah, LeBron don't. LeBron James, LeBron James. Um, I think there's a couple basketball players I could pick, but I think I'd be foolish not to take LeBron maybe on the right here. Do you remember Two. that Michael Jordan meme of him crying? This is me now. <laughs> Michael Jordan meme. Yeah, I I think Ooh. we knew LeBron was going to get picked by one of us. So again, this might have to do with strategy. But hey, if I already have one basketball player in the middle, why not make it two? LeBron, the highest, you know, score, the highest goal scorer. I'm really a football <laughs> Um, in the NBA, obviously, just uh, last February, he broke that record. It's incredible. But as we spoke about him earlier in the pod, he's a specimen. This guy is going to do all of it on the pitch for you. He's going to score. He's going to assist. But he's also going to take other players out because he's mm. massive. LeBron on a football pitch is actually comical, if you think about it. He's like six seven. And he weighs, I don't know, what, 300 pounds of pure muscle. It he could never like, be a defender. That's the thing. The, the, the height, the strength, he could never be a defender. Like, no, if you put no, him in defense, no, even I'm, I would know. That would be the stupid thing to do with him. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah, no. So, I mean, listen, we know what this guy's capable of. And I think there's certain athletes where he might not have the most finesse as a football player. But some athletes, I think they, they're so good at being an athlete. I think you can kind of pick up other sports easier does that make sense oh like, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the end of this this draft because we, basically at the end of it so i'm going to spoil it for the audience we're going to compare our teams to actual football players so i've got one person in mind already for lebron james so this is going to be crazy to see if we could compare them to any football of any era who would they play like and i've got someone who's a t on a t for him oh i'm excited oh, i didn't know we had to do this now now my, my... Oh, that, that that was one of the surprises that i didn't leak before um this podcast recorded <laughs> so it's, it's all good as well um but no the, the serious question i've got to ask you about lebron james and michael jordan i'm pretty sure everyone listening will want to hear, hear your opinion on this one sarah which Space Jam movie was better? The one with Michael <laughs> Jordan or the one with LeBron James? You know, I'll be honest with you. I didn't see the LeBron James one because I heard it was so bad that I didn't even get to it, which was... And also, I didn't want to look at LeBron in those in that kind of you know way. I, I love LeBron. I think he's absolutely fantastic. But of course, we're going the OG with Michael Jordan. That was such a great movie as a kid. Like, come on. I'm not changing that. I mean, they're both like really badly rated on IMDb as well. And it's the fact that they're just like, their their acting skills are awful. And you're like, well, they're basketball players. What do you expect yeah, them not, to do? <laughs> that, like, we're not here for their acting skills, IMDb. Like you're seeing, you're seeing Neymar play a, a cameo in the Triple X film with Samuel Jackson and Vin Diesel. And you're like, what's he meant to do? He's just a footballer, for goodness sake. He's just there being paid to do that free sponsors which is which is crazy um as well right then got two <laughs> players with license to roam i've got to go for two players one i'm going to go for a cricketer but i'm going to save him for my next bit because i know you're not going to pick him anyway which is fine and because you've gone basketball i'm gonna to have to go basketball as well uh, i know what you're doing so we're going for with, i've 
we've gone for Michael Jordan versus LeBron James in a way. We've gone for Kobe Bryant. I need someone who's also of that ilk. And I'm going to go for someone who... Yeah, Shaq. I'm going for Chef. Chef Chef is my guy. Steph Curry. That is, honestly... As a a cam. Chef's kiss, literally. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's going to be... He's going to be great in that position, I think. Can I just say, with with Steph Curry as well, I I don't know... I don't know about it, but I remember watching him for the first few times. And I'm just like, this guy is absolutely excellent. Like, I've never had... Like, he's... he's, You know how... uh, I'm waffling now. Let me me take a break. (laughs) Let me take a break. Um, you know when you're watching Lionel Messi play for the first time and you're watching Ronaldo play for the first time or you're watching someone of a special talent play for the first time? Like, it's your first time watching them, but they're already at the peak of their powers type thing. That's what it was like with me watching Steph Curry. I remember, again, watching him in like 2013, 2014 or so. I'm just like, this guy is excellent. It's like if you're playing a video game and you're watching someone play basketball, this is how video game basketball would be this is how they play on the streets and this is how when you're watching basketball you're just like this guy is phenomenal he's mm-hmm. an absolute joke of a basketball player and i think this creativity and i think the way the golden state warriors you can correct me if i'm wrong with this but with golden state warriors how steve um steve kerr changed the way that they played having more possession based and passing the ball around consistently as well very barcelona your um barcelona pep guardiola-esque um that steve kerr did with the golden state warriors and Steph Curry being at the front of it as well it was immaculate play and the way that the Golden State Warriors won recently as well the NBA championships and I really found it funny again when you're seeing these so-called pundits go like that for Steph Curry about the zero I thought that was hilarious man so I thought Steph Curry but remember everyone I don't have, I don't really have an allegiance in basketball but I just thought it was fantastic to watch and one of the greatest basketball players if I'm ever bored at my parents house um, and it's like nighttime. Instead of just like going to bed, I'll just watch basketball because I've got like all my basketball YouTube videos saved on one of the TVs on their YouTube channel. So YouTube account, sorry. So I just happily watch Steph Curry um, just to keep myself from being bored really because he's an absolutely fantastic basketball player. And for me, he's going to be an absolutely fantastic creative midfielder um, in this team for me as well. I don't know how it's going to work with with him there but no, we're, we, we are this is it doesn't even matter it doesn't matter just give Steph the praise listen at the beginning of the Steph and LeBron rivalry it was so much related to Cristiano and Messi right mm. because Steph was like Messi like these are this is not built talent this is not you can spend six hours a day in the gym and training like LeBron like Ronaldo Steph had this ability that was just unbelievable to see I mean first of all it got to the point where he was hitting threes and turning around because he knew it was going in. Like, I'll, but listen, you got to be confident. And the thing is, he could because he was so good. He really, like, he he has the agility, right? The versatility. As a defender, not going to be able to give you much, but that is okay because you don't need him for that. He He's a very, very special basketball player. And I think some regard him as the best because I think his natural talent is unmatched i'll give him that he is just special amazing player to watch as well yeah. um like you said so uh unfortunately for no, i've done no it's my it's my third choice for midfield so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go for him he's one of the most followed athletes in the world he's one of the most popular athletes in the world and unfortunately for a lot of people in the world he plays cricket so a lot of people don't actually know him but his he is one of the most special talent this is what pains me it's basically like for me for example it's so you understand it's like you picking ronaldo in this one because 
is playing for your opposite team, is playing for a team that you, you never like to watch, but you can't not respect him. You can't not respect what he's done um, as an athlete. And I'm going to go for Virat Kohli, who is the greatest. Uh, I actually know the, him. Oh, you actually know him? No way. That's crazy. Crazy uh, me. That, that's really cool. Ah, uh, made my day with that one. Um, but yeah, Virat Kohli, um, one of the greatest batsmen India have ever produced, one of the greatest captains India have ever produced, a proper pantomime villain in the middle of the park. And if you need someone who's going to be a captain leader legend for this team, my midfielder, Steph Curry, Roger Federer and Virat Kohli. I mean, Virat Kohli will look after everything regarding the, the, the team, the mentality about it as well. You mentioned about um, the late Kobe Bryant having the Mamba mentality. The Kohli mentality is something crazy as well. Breaking so many records uh, in so many different countries, in so many different formats of cricket. Um, there's a couple of friends who will be listening to this later on and be like, Hams, I never knew you liked Virat Kohli. Well, you hated him. I'm like, I, I, I hate him as a, as a player, but you can't disrespect what he's done as an athlete and amazing talent what he's done. There's still one more cricketer left that I'm going to pick. So I thought, you know, Virat Kohli for me, all-round action midfielder with Steph Curry and Roger Federer. Um, I'm, I'm very happy with that one as well. How do you know Virat Kohli then, Sarah? How do you, how do you know this? This is just from friends that love cricket. Uh, mm. I actually had to do an assignment back in school. Mm. And I was working with a friend of mine who's Pakistani and loves cricket, obviously. And we were actually covering cricket kind of in Canada. And we were talking like his name was brought up. But then, yeah, I've kind of remembered it. And now whenever it comes up, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I know him. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few. But the thing is for me with cricket as well is... It might be a sport I want to get into, but it's always that godforsaken three in the morning Toronto time. So it's really quite difficult because my friends who watch it are diehard and they will be up at three in the morning watching the matches across the world. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Maybe one day, but it's not now. Maybe just start following them on Instagram and you can see the highlights and stuff and then you'll get there into you it as well. Because remember, that's like that for me, um, watching basketball as well. It's like during lockdown, one of the things I love to do to keep myself occupied is besides um, many things, um, was watching basketball. Like, I remember just when we moved into our new flat, me and my wife moved in. Um, and she, 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 unfortunately, she was the one who had to go to work and I was the one who was on furlough. So I was paid to stay at home, basically. Yeah. So instead of feeling like a bit of an idiot, I just carried on doing my podcast, which was really cool. Um, keeping the house nice and tidy, which was nice. Keeping my mind occupied, brain occupied. But I would stay up until two, three o'clock in the morning watching um, basketball. So I was really, I was really enjoying that that lockdown season and the season after lockdown because it was quite enjoyable. Bubble season, oh wow, yeah, yeah. It was, it was bubble season in Disney World, wasn't it? And I was just like, that's crazy. But I was just like, every now and then I just have to watch the highlights as opposed to just watching the clips on on Instagram as well. But no, great shout there um, with with that one. Who else is in your midfield? Where are we going with this one? Okay, I think I'm going to go a bit left with this one because I, I have a few names left. I'm sure some of them you have too. I'm, they're not all going to make it. I'm, I don't really know. I'm trying to think of who's going to work with who. But I'm going to go for my cam. Anderson Silva, maybe the best UFC fighter ever. No, I had him as a winger. Oh. <laughs> so <good>. <laughs> I really didn't think you were... Oh, I've... <laughs> We've done pods together. We're, our brains are just on the same page. Nah, I thought with him being Brazilian as well. Oh, Ronaldinho. 
Yeah, Ronald Ronaldinho reincarnated as a UFC fighter. Jeez. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, him with Kobe and LeBron. Feeling good about that midfield. But yeah, again, undefeated in the UFC. I mean, what he went through with that break in the leg. I mean, we've all seen that video was horrific. But he was one of the best, if not the best, UFC fighters knows how to take somebody down, which is also why I think he'd be great in the middle there. But yeah, those Brazilian roots, you know anyone who is Brazilian has a bit of samba in them. So I think he could be, like you mentioned, had Ronaldinho reincarnated. Insane. Awesome. Absolutely I insane. I didn't think you were going to think of him. Nah, he, he was my winger. He was literally my next pick as well. And that's crazy. Oh, that's absolutely crazy. That's a great <laughs> shout though. Because I was like, I can't think of many Brazilian athletes that I wanted in the team. And you're like, if you put talking football, you got to have a bit of Brazilian in there as well. Have to, right? It just only makes sense. Ah, it's a really oh. good one. It's a really, really good one. It's getting tight now. Um, for, for just to make it easier for you, these two players, you're not gonna, you're not gonna um, be picking because okay. one's a rugby player, and one's a cricket player. So uh, these what? are just for, these are just for personal preferences. So I'm gonna go for. I was going to go for a South African rugby player as one of my wingers because he's the fastest. He was the fastest rugby player of all time, but because South Africa beat England in the last two World Cups, um, I'm, I'm going to forget about him. Like literally, I'm going to forget about him as well. So I'm going to go for an English rugby player, and I'm going to go for an English rugby player who um, he is one of the greatest kickers England have ever seen. His points is won so many points. He's a record-breaking point scorer from kicks in rugby. Um, and I'm going to, go for, going to go for Owen Farrell. Owen Farrell broke the record at the last Rugby World Cup. And I think if I needed someone who could take a last minute free kick, he wears number 10 on the back as well. He could shoot it like David Beckham. So by all means, I'm going for Owen Farrell as my right winger. And honestly, like if there's ever a nice pastime to do in the summer for me, it sounds, it sounds a bit odd, but I like to do it. It's just going to the park and just kicking a rugby ball as high as possible. Like, it's not football because you don't have to rely on people's bad touch and losing the ball yeah. or whatever. But in rugby, you just kick it as high as possible, chase after it, or someone chases after it, and they kick it back to you. That's that's, that's basically therapy for me. And Owen Farrell is someone who annoyingly didn't win a World Cup for England, but he's had so many iconic moments. I remember at my wedding, um, he did like a little did like a little posture um, um, before my wedding in the World Cup and I was just like I need to do it as well so it's quite cool so it's got a big influence in, in my life and in my heart so Owen Farrell um, right wing for me I'm going to give you the number 10 shirt for this one as well which will be great fun as well so yeah who's your right winger and I'm, I'm pretty sure you might go for you might go for tennis for this one from what I'm thinking oh you're thinking the Joker oh no I'm not going to pick him that would no. be Okay. No, I'm not a I'm not a fan of his to be fair. So I don't want him on my team. Um, um there uh, I all right. I think I'm gonna do this. I have to cover my Ferrari shirt here because I think I'm actually gonna go with Mr. Max Verstappen. It's a bit of a weird shout, but let me try and put this together. <laughs> his Dutch isn't he as well. Yeah, well, okay, so good. He's Dutch, because I actually thought about it. I'm like, I can't see Max playing football, can I? But... Oh, yeah, and Robin reincarnated. Okay, sure, perfect. Then, I mean, he should be... I'm hyping you up for this one as well. Max Verstappen, current world champion. When it comes to attention to detail, this is something that he is so great at. And I know... Your right winger, Max Verstappen, is against my left back, Lewis Hamilton. So that's a a duel in itself. You're right by Lewis. Lewis is... 
tactical genius. But if we're talking about prime Lewis Hamilton, this is this okay. is crazy. This is very, um, very good. No, this is like that's so funny, actually. I didn't even think about that. Listen, when it comes to sports that I'm really passionate about, I mean, Formula One is one of them. There were a couple other players I was thinking of putting in there before I go on to Max Verstappen. I will say Joe Montana. I really would have liked Tom Brady, but Joe Montana, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, San Francisco 49ers. I mean, that could have been a good shout. Magic Johnson, maybe. But I mean, Tiger Woods, because you also said that you hadn't, that you weren't going to pick a golfer. But I think I have to give credit to Max Verstappen because he gets a lot of shtick. And I'm also somebody who gives it to him for Red Bull and the the car that they have. It is so much better than anybody else's. That being said, Max Verstappen is still one of the best drivers right now and maybe goes down ever as one of the best drivers. He is so critical. And I think you need that quick thinking, that pace on the wing to make those game time decisions and be able to get the ball either into the net or where it needs to be. And I think, I mean, pace, if we're talking about pace and we have Usain Bolt and Max Verstappen. It's looking great. It's looking <laughs> absolutely fantastic. But wow. now I've got I've got a start bench cell for you in the most random of podcasts. We're doing a start bench cell, Formula One edition. All right, Lewis Hamilton, Fernando Alonso, Max Verstappen. We've all all three of them have been mentioned as well. So let's let's hear I, it. I have to start um, Fernando Alonso. There's, there's no, no, I I wouldn't. Or his he, days at Renault as well. His days at Renault, but also just like his longevity in the sport. His, like you mentioned, you said your brother met and met him and he was very like kind of strict. And the thing is, he is, I think, so focused on what he does. Like he loves it and he wants to just get better and better. And I think, as I mentioned, underrated just because he hasn't won, you know, 10 plus championships. He's still amazing. We saw what he did with Aston Martin. I mean, his his partner's Lance Stroll and he's carrying this guy. Literally but, carrying uh, the Stroll family is a greatness. Yes, I can't. I cannot with that family. Canadian, don't care. Um, this one's a bit tricky, honestly, because I don't really know. I, I'm not really a fan of either of them in a massive, Ooh. massive way. I know it, all my... Remember, uh, Lewis Hamilton starred in the very popular Pixar movie Cars as well. So maybe that could sway your decision. So that could be could. a I think... I honestly think I'm going to bench Verstappen and Sal Hamilton. I know... No way. For me, they're coming for me. Listen, both of these two drivers have had stints where their car has been so much better than anyone else's car. So when the Hamilton fans get mad at Verstappen, I say the same thing back. We just went through the Hamilton era. Mercedes's car was so much better. I'm sick of it. Stop doing that because they've both been there. I do think that Verstappen has the ability to be a better driver than Hamilton, but it's early days still. So I'm thinking maybe that's why we might be able to see, because I think he's just a little bit more checked in. Hamilton sometimes let his emotions get the better of him. And I mean, we could see it, but listen, I'm not a big fan of Verstappen either. I'm not, I think both of them are a little bit too conceited. And I think they just are very different in the way they show it. Verstappen is very open about it. And like when he has messaged, you know, his engineers talking about Checo and stuff, it's horrendous. But Hamilton, I feel like always has a facade. Like there's, I don't trust him. That sounds very <laughs> weird, but I think he's trying to be the nice guy. And I'm like, oh, you, 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 you. But listen, they're both absolutely fantastic. I know for you, Lewis is your guy and he's done so well 
for England and Formula One. So you can't fault that at all. He's fantastic. They're all fantastic. There's 20 of them. <laughs> it's true. With Lewis Hamilton as well, like for me, seven world championships, all t- number one at all-time wins as well, all-time pole positions. But again, like I mentioned, that cameo in Cars was very, very good. It, 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 it just... It, it's just forever staying there in my mind for some reason as well, which is very odd. But now nah, Lewis Hamilton is a special talent. And they're all special talents, like I said before. But it's just Top Gun in sport, which is it the way is. I see it as well. It is. Youngest driver to win the Formula One Championship at 23 years old until Max Verstappen um, broke it as well. Was it, did he break it? I'm not sure if he broke it, but did he break it? I'll Google it later. It. I think he broke it. We'll Google it later. Yeah. And um, he's also, he's. we have to remember, he's like 24. Mm. Like, he's not at 18. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a long, long time until we see the end of the Verstappen era, unfortunately. So I don't in. mind it because there's gonna be more challenges going forward and there's gonna be more entertainment for a lot of Formula One fans and especially for other Formula One fans who watch it a season later on Netflix's Drive to Survive as well. Oh, so I think it's it's so, it's so funny, but it's like you've already seen the season. You know what happened. You can watch it later on, but some people are like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll watch for I'll watch drives to survive. My wife's like that. She's like, I'll, I'll watch drives to, to survive. The race is on now. Watch it now. <laughs> the paid is real. Um, but no, excellent choice there. Max Verstappen, right winger for you. You've gone for your striker, haven't you? And I've gone for no, my striker. I haven't. Oh, you have? no, I haven't. You have a right wing pick, and then I have, or you have a left wing pick rather, and I have a striker pick because you put Owen Farrell as your right. Yeah, Owen Farrell's right. Oh, Michael Jordan, M- MJ's striker for me. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then you face who, Who's your wild card? Usain Bolt, left wing. Come left on. Wing. That's it. So, yeah, striker, then my left wing, then we're, then we're good, which would be good fun. Okay, so I pick as a striker. Yeah. Oh, dear. Who could it be? And is it another basketball player? It is. Oh. It is. And it's the one. The dream, Kareem. Listen, until don't mind it, don't mind it at all. Great. Yeah, until February, he was the most scoring basketball player of all time. And that's only because a crazy specimen like LeBron just broke it. But if it wasn't for LeBron, you do wonder how long that would that record would have, you know, stayed until it could have it could have been decades. And we're talking about a record that was made decades ago as well. So Kareem, if you're looking at somebody who needs to score the goal, who better than him? So tall, those crosses and headers, he's getting there. You're not you're not gonna beat him. He's like a million feet tall. Isn't he like over seven feet, Kareem? He's literally dunking on defenders, which is crazy. Literally like it's insane. So I I think he would be a good kind of comparison to what a striker is. And also, yeah, what a legend for the sport of basketball back in the 60s, like ages ago, and just balling out of control. Um, Another athlete, though, that I think gained a lot of respect, like carries himself very, very well. And with the midfields of Kobe Bryant, LeBron, and Anderson Silva, I think we need some players to calm that, that noise down. This is ridiculous when we're saying all these names out loud. It's absolutely insane, but... Um, I mean, there's so many other basketball players I was thinking of as well, but I was like, because I don't watch basketball as much as these other yeah. sports, I thought I'd have to pick the, my favourites in this one, which is quite good. And I was thinking of putting a boxer as this last player and an, a UFC fighter, so I was thinking of putting it as a left winger as well. But you know what? I can't change it. It's too late for me as well, because I, for my coach, I've got someone who's going to be... A, 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 we need a coach? 
I'm going to put a coach for, for, the, for the fun of it. I'm going to put a coach. All right. Okay. I'm thinking basically, of coach. basically our 12th man, basically our 12th man. So just, just because it's Christmas and it's fun and um, variety as well. But yeah, left, left wing for me, um, finalizing my team. I'm going for, in my opinion, England's greatest ever cricket player of the modern era. Um, he's defined a generation in terms of the way that he's played. He is without a doubt, one of my favorite players and, I still remember the fact that there was a World Cup game in England where England were playing against India. He hit one of the most outrageous shots I've ever seen in my life. And the best thing was when I went home, I was on TV reacting to it, which is great. Oh, so I love that. I made, I made national TV. Um, this man single-handedly for me won the World Cup for England in 2019. He was a big part of the 2022 World Cup campaign um, for us as well. He could do it in all three formats for England. His... He won BBC Sports Personality of the Year, which is a very coveted feat. He's an OBE now, I believe, in in the UK. And for me, his the fact that his is I don't I don't know. I'm going to stop gassing them up because I'm going to be gassed up after saying it. Um, I'm going to go for Sir Benjamin Stokes um, for this one um, as well. One of the greatest England players, England cricket players um, I've ever seen. So whenever the World Cup happens in football or the Euros happen in football, and I see so many people upset that England are knocked out by France or uh, we've lost to Italy on penalties. I'm just like, no, nah, it's cool. I don't mind it. I've seen my England rugby team win the World Cup. I've seen my uh, Team GB who... I've not picked a GB player, a Team GB. I'm not picking... I can't pick Mo Farah in this team. It'd be too slow. He'd be overrunning this Sir Mo Farah. Um, never mind. Um, but yeah. Or Anthony Joshua. Can't pick Anthony Joshua either. It, that would be crazy. But no, before I carry on waffling. Yeah. <laughs> Ben Stokes is is the reason why I've been such a I feel like I've been such a blessed sports fan over the years as well because he's broken so many hoodoos in English athletes um, issues as well. He was someone who once got arrested because he was supporting two innocent people from getting beaten up due to discrimination, and he was out of the game for quite a numerous amount of months as well. England cricket has never been better with him; they're worse without him, and. We've witnessed England's greatest ever um, era of cricket because of Ben Stokes and Joss Butler, who's my goalkeeper, was basically his partner in crime. Still is his partner in crime, to be fair, as well. So um, Benjamin Stokes is my guy on the left wing. His left, this is crazy. You may not know. Uh, it may be different in baseball, but he's left-handed when he bats. But when he bowls, he's right-handed. That's so insane. It's ambidextrous so in a way. Yeah, and it's um, like, he, because it's, a, it's an all-rounder, the term is all-rounder, he can do everything. He can field, he can bowl, he can bat, he can do everything in cricket. So um, by all means, if you're still in contact with your Pakistani friend um, from school, message him. I was, on, I was on the podcast recently and my friend mentions three of his greatest, my English friend mentioned three of his greatest uh, in, uh, players of all time. Joss Butler, Virat Kohli and Ben Stokes. And I know because he's Pakistani, he'll mention Baba Azam. So he'll be a bit annoyed at me um for this one as well so if you hear that name you have to report it back um which is good oh, yeah. fun love it um so that's, can you that's, for your coach then um going to ufc for this one because i honestly i'll be i'll be honest with you once you mentioned anderson silver i didn't think of anyone as a backup um for this one but i need to put him in there i'm gonna go for habib the eagle numaga medov as my coach because i think coach It'd be fantastic. And he plays football quite a lot now in Dubai as well. You're just seeing him playing random games of football at night and they're just like, this is crazy. But Khabib, if I was to put him in the team, honestly, I love him, but he's not getting in the team from what I've seen. Yeah. 
I think he would just cost centre back maybe, but then you'd have Tom Brady, so I, I wouldn't be a fan of that. No, you put Tom Brady in the side, like that was crazy. Tom Brady is an absolute cam for sure. That's nuts. <laughs> it's true, but I can't leave out Steph Curry. I can't leave out the chef um, with this one as well. Who's your coach, twelfth man? Where are you going with this one? Um, I actually haven't had a thought, so it's just coming off the top of my head. There's two. Uh, one, one we mentioned earlier in Steve Kerr. And the mm. reason I bring him up is because not only is a fantastic basketball coach, but he's a coach that comes out and stands for what he believes in. And I really appreciate that, especially being in the United States. I think there's so many people that don't use that platform to voice their opinions and voice what needs to be voiced. And Steve Kerr has done that. He's an absolute legend. He seems like a great, just an overall great guy. He's also dealt with massive, massive egos in the room. So, I mean... This wouldn't be too crazy for him. And the other I was both thinking, as a player and as a coach as well. Exactly. So I think I'd go for him, but I'll give a quick shout to um Phil Jackson of the Chicago Bulls. Also, again, having to deal with so many egos, face adversity, and uh really bring a team together. He was that guy. But I'll go Steve Kerr because he's I, I like what I said about how he stands up for what he believes in. I think that's important in today's world. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's one of those things where individuality is kind of looked down upon because you're not one of the masses and not to get too deep on this podcast, but when you're seeing someone like Colin Kaepernick stand up for what he believed in and put a knee down, um, yeah. that was a big moment in itself. He's now got his own documentary series. He had his own, uh, what was it? He had his own actual series as well when it was shown him as a child as well. So it goes to show that literally some people, when they do stand up for um, indecency, unjust behavior and, and all sorts as well, it goes to show that they are actually celebrated as opposed to, um revered in a way as well which is crazy and looked down upon but yeah we're seeing a lot more of that now because a lot more people are, are standing up to what's actually happening around the world which i'm very very happy with um mm -hmm. in some certain way as well which is great before we wrap up and we mention our teams let's go through our teams one more time sarah and let's see if we can find any sorts of comparisons to our players that we've got so one by one go through your team and think of a player who you think reminds you of this athlete all right, well, we're starting in the back with Muhammad Ali, so no pressure. Maybe the best athlete of all time. Um, no think, comparisons. What I think goalkeeper could you go for? Like, I'm going to go for a goalkeeper. That's the worst part of it. Exactly. Um, because I didn't know we were doing this. But it's okay. It was a surprise. It was a surprise. It was, it was a, surprise. a surprise. No, it's fine. I think he would still be a great keeper. Keeper, Though on the level of Muhammad Ali, I mean, there's really only one that you can, maybe two you can think of. Would he still be wearing boxing gloves as well? Would he put, would yeah. actually be wearing goalkeeper gloves? No, no, he'd just be... <laughs> yeah, just get out. Just save it. It'd be so and crazy I'm, seeing that. I'm getting Gianluigi Buffon vibes. Very, very passionate player. I mean, the other player I was obviously... Charisma Iker. as well, when you think about but, yeah. it. Shouts to Iker Casillas, obviously. But I think Buffon was like a little bit more had that had that passion had the bit more of the grinta and like could kind of be imagine comparing Gianluigi Buffon and Mohamed Salah today I mean Mohamed Salah Mohamed Salah oh no gone. the head is gone <laughs> this is what this podcast done it's crazy when you're putting it you can't even put these two in the same sentence normally as well but this is not this is not a normal conversation we're that we're having we're gonna break the boundaries <laughs> I love it it's fantastic um who's your who have we got in your back four for yourself Oh, Rafa Nadal? Are you kidding me? You know what? Sergio so, Ramos vibes. That's all I'm saying. Sergio Ramos vibes is like pretty fair. I feel mm. like that's like actually accurate. And then we got Fernando Alonso, who gives me 
Carlos Maybe Puyo vibes. Carlo you <laughs> look, it's working. Okay, so Ray Lewis is a player that we're both not completely That's on you. That's on you yeah. for this one. I'm thinking about just greatest defenders that we've ever seen, like Nesta. proper big man in the back. You know, there's there's a few here. I mean Rio Ferdinand. Rio could be one like a Chiellini, like somebody that you just don't want to come across in the back. And also not to mention that they're massive. <laughs> Is there anyone that comes to mind when I just say that? Ferdinand's one, Nesta's one, Maldini in a way. You could, you could put Maldini centre back. Yeah. I'm happy with Ferdinand. I'll give, I'll give you what I'll give you that one. And then definitely not, definitely not going Virgil van Dijk. Definitely not going Virgil van Dijk. He's no, not on that no, level at all. Doesn't sit no. at the same table. That'd no. be an insult to Ray as well. Was it Ray Lewis you say? His name was... <laughs> Ray Lewis, yeah. yeah. That'd be an insult to Ray Lewis. Can't be calling him Virgil van Dijk. No chance in hell. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the next one, which is Dennis Rodman. Oh, he's just a maverick though. He is a maverick. And you're just like, what left back mavericks can you think of? Roberto Carlos. That's oh my one. God, he is Roberto Carlos, isn't he? That is Roberto Carlos vibes. That's what I'm looking from it. That's fantastic. Love. All right. if, Roberto also, Carlos had, if Roberto Carlos had hair, he'd be doing the same thing as Dennis Rodman. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. literally all I'm saying. Um, we had Anderson Silva already compared to the one and only Ronaldinho. Ooh. Kobe Bryant in the middle gives me Iniesta all over it. He loves the Spanish culture. He can see everything and he's going to be that exact same player, I think. I, I was think. I was thinking Kaka for um, Kobe Bryant personally, Good but I don't, I, don't, I don't mind Iniesta at all. Or even Zidane uh, for that yeah. one. Oh, um, okay, give me who LeBron James is because you had it. Yaya Torre. <laughs> like to a T. Yaya Torre. Prime Yaya Torre, LeBron James. Put them together. Inseparable. That midfield <laughs> is ridiculous. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, sorry. My midfield's Ronaldinho and Iesta and Yaya Torre, actually. <laughs> That's fantastic. We have to uh, write down, we have to write down our football alternatives for this one as well. So um, this is going to be oh, great. Gosh. Front three, where are we going with this one? Uh, you're saying bold. So who's the fastest footballer that you know ever? I mean, there's a few that you could think of right now. I mean, that play left wing though. Like, see, Fonzie can play left wing, you know. Could, could, we, put, could we put Thierry Henry left wing? We could. We could. I mean, the thing is we're comparing them to the fastest person that has ever existed Henri is one of the fastest footballers I've ever seen Davies obviously is up there as well but I mean with 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 Henri's charisma his charm his grace Usain Bolt as well like Usain Bolt 2012 Olympics like fist bumping one of the stewards before breaking a world record unreal confidence unreal charisma as well I love that yeah Wow, this team is actually turning into literally a Barcelona team. How have all-star, we done it? All, all-star 11. I'm loving it. It's fantastic. Um, Kareem. Kareem is a Kareem striker. One of the best strikers of all time. I'm going crazy in R9. <laughs> I would have gone, gone for Michael Jordan as R9. Um, but I was, oh, I was saving for... I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll, no, I'll absolutely give you that because you're right with that one. Mm. So... Oh, strikers. What'd you go for? Dare I say dare I, dare I say Pele? From a different era? From a different era. They're from the same era. But that's what I'm saying. Like Kareem and Pele from, from early no, eras, but they yeah. both scored. They that's both scored a lot in their time as well. 
And no, obviously, no. the whole argument with both Kareem and Pele was they did it against part timers um, in both the NBA. Yeah, that's and- actually so true, right? That they're very like relatable in the sense. All right, that's good. And then we have Mr. Max Verstappen, who is Aryan Robin reincarnated. Yeah, I love that. That's a great shout. We're definitely that's not calling so him Memphis funny. Depay. That's fantastic. Okay, uh, go My one, Joss Butler, um, goalkeeper. I'm going to have to write this down as well. Joss Butler, goalkeeper. Uh, straightforward. I'm going to put him as Manuel Neuer. Um, love. Because he was, he for me, reinvented wicket keeping, as we call it, wicket keeping, batting, all rounder. And as we know with Manuel Neuer, sweep, sweeper keeper, can play out from the back with his feet, can have the ball underneath his sole of the of the boot and still be in control of the situation, which is fantastic. So Manuel Neuer for that one. Sorry, this is on you. But for, for a lot of these players, I'll get your recommend, recommendation. Mike Tyson at right back. Where are no, we going this- with this one? The scariest right back that you know, that one. That one is there. And I mean, I've already taken Ramos as one of them. I think he would be. No. You know who Mike Tyson is? Pepe. The scariest. I was thinking Cafu. Oh, Cafu's a good one, but you have a bit more respect for Cafu. Like, I feel like... Cafu's got karma as well. You're right. I think the thing is with Mike Tyson is, and it's it's no disrespect to him because he was one of the best to ever do what he did. But if you're thinking about him on a football pitch... You have to think of a player that you were absolutely frightened to go up against because you will get absolutely destroyed. There's a few. I mean, if you feel confident with Cafu, but Pepe was nasty in the back as well. No, let's put let's put let's put let's put Pepe there because Ramos is taken. So yeah, um, no, but Ramos could have been. No, Danny Alves. Danny Alves would be one. I know you. That's a good one. To be fair, Danny Alves. Give it to him because he definitely would be able to also create a bit of chaos back there and yeah I like that who's you know what you get to pick Tom Brady because you've chosen him as a center back and I would have never done that <laughs> okay center back who's got the best passing range I've ever seen um passing range Ooh, some of them are coming to mind so Cannavaro's Fabio Cannavaro's one which is fantastic you've picked Rio Ferdinand haven't you uh, for your one so yes. you picked Ramos, you picked Puyol, Tom Brady. It's not a disrespect to either of them. Nestor was very good at passing, so that's a, that's a shout. I'm trying to think of modern players. I'm not picking Van Dyke. I'm not picking David Luiz. No, don't you dare. Thiago Silva, no. You have to think of also a player that is like the best in that position because Tom Brady is literally the best. It, 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 it's got to be Nestor then. Yeah. I've got to go for Nestor. Perfect. Our, our, our listeners are like what the hell are you guys doing on christmas day no no, no, no. it was as if we've you know taken a magic mushroom and just gone to a different universe because i was thinking about if i just sent someone a picture of this they'd be like you've had you you must be hallucinating we'll put <laughs> this, this on the group later on and be like what what are you doing hamza what, what is, what is going why, on why does it say will our podcast continue <laughs> in 2024 what is happening with this uh rich Richie McCaw, captain leader legend for New Zealand. I've got to go for a captain leader legend um, of their of their own one. So that's actually one international tournament. So annoyingly, Vincent Company would have been a good shout, but it's not won anything internationally. Now I've got to think of ones that I've actually that done. It's Cannavaro, to be fair. It's Cannavaro, you're right. Fabio Cannavaro. Nicely done. Lewis Hamilton. Um, I'm going to go for... Yeah, I'm going to go for Marcelo for this one. Very nice. happy with Marcelo that one i was gonna go for ashley cole but um well he's um, a brilliant citizen lewis hamilton so there you go true. 
he, he won his he won his first uh, world championship in Brazil as well. So it's a nice little throwback for that one as well, which is good fun. Oh my Midfi- god! Midfield, Roger Federer. Did you pick oh. Zidane? No, go. That's good. Zidane is good. Go Zidane for, for that one. Uh, Steph, Steph has to be Xavi. Otherwise, I don't want it. Steph Curry has to be Xavi. Cooking, cooking, Xavi. Maybe a Pirlo vibe. Like I don't know. Who are you thinking? Honestly, I had. I had I had Javi, but I also had I, I don't know I was thinking attacking midfielders in terms of Meza Ozil in terms of Kevin De Bruyne, in terms better of Kaka. I think Kaka maybe, but he's better. Steph Curry is above those two. What what old no, what because what I'll do is Virat Kohli is one of the greatest cricketers of all time. So I'm going to put Javi as Virat Kohli. Okay, that's fair. I just don't know. So and then you want to go Kaka Steph Curry. Kaka Steph Curry. <laughs> this is actually ridiculous. We've done, a very, we've done a very good draft by the way the, the two of us Owen Farrell um, captain leader legend for England didn't win any international major tournaments no he won the Six Nations but that's there's no equivalent of that in football so um, straightforward David Beckham I was going to say it's Bex or nothing it's Bex right wing as well so happy with that one nice um, which is good fun Michael Jordan R9 I could I, I could go for yeah nah, R9 don't. Oh, it has to be him. Ben Stokes, someone who could do everything on the pitch. He could lead a team. He was inspiring a nation. He could. He's got fans worldwide. He could do everything. He he done it in cup finals after cup finals. Ronaldo, the other Ronaldo. Wait, is Messi not on my team? That's insane. Because no athlete, whether they play football or not, is comparable to the great Lionel Messi. I could I could put Steph Curry as Messi, but it would be an injustice to both of them. So, yeah, yeah. That's, wow, that's... this is insane. This is insane. Right. So, just before we finish our podcast, uh, read out your your read out your your athletes eleven, then read out your athletes comparison eleven, and I'll do the same as well because we've gone in on this one as well. And for some reason, I've still got Khabib as coach, which is fantastic. It's going to motivate all of these players, which is fantastic. Right, let's go. We've got Muhammad Ali in between the sticks. Right to left, Nadal, Fernando Alonso, Ray Lewis, and Dennis Rodman. We have Kobe Bryant, Anderson Silva, and LeBron James in the middle. And up front, Usain Bolt, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as our striker, and Max Verstappen, coached all by Steve Kerr. I'm quite, I'm counting four goats minimum in that one. That's insane. That's fantastic. Crazy, crazy. And so then our comparable footballers is Gianluigi Buffon, Ramos Puyo, Rio Ferdinand, and Roberto Carlos. In the middle, Ronaldinho, Iniesta, and Yaya Toure. And up front, Titi, Pele, and Aryan Robin. <laughs> you were never going to put Karim Abdul-Jabbar as Messi, so Pele is just fantastic. Uh, yeah, no. Never, There's never no, at all. We didn't pick Messi because you can't compare anyone to Messi. Honestly, when you're thinking about it, the dominance as well. In a what Tiger Woods, maybe, maybe. Stop! Don't. <laughs> Especially with his off the field issues, no chance, no chance. <laughs> um, All right. Anderson, John Jones, maybe UFC. John Jones was gonna be. He was. He was an idea. He was a centre back for me, but I wanted to go for. Um, I don't know why. I, 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 I played the game. I played the game and put Tom Brady in there to show my diversity in my knowledge of sport. Um, but yeah, 
Back to front, all athletes, 11 draft, Joss Butler, England cricketer, England World Cup winner, Mike Tyson, multiple um, world championship winner in boxing, Tom Brady, the greatest um, American footballer I've ever seen personally, and for a lot of people, the greatest of all time in any sport um, as well. Uh, New Zealand rugby captain, Richie McCaw, who won the World Cup and was part of the greatest All Blacks teams we've ever seen in our lifetime. Lewis Hamilton, my favourite, and for me, the greatest racing car driver besides Lightning McQueen I've ever seen in my lifetime. <laughs> Be sure to check out um, when Stephen A. Smith was talking about Lightning McQueen on a on a radio show or, or a cool show. Still, that's still a very funny video to watch um, as well. My midfield three is fantastic with Roger Federer, Steph Curry, and Virat Kohli, three of the greatest athletes in their in their sports, in my opinion, that I've had the pleasure of watching. Federer in tennis, Steph Curry in basketball, and Virat Kohli in cricket. Uh, attacking three of Owen Farrell, one of my favourite England captains of all time in rugby, Michael Jordan need I say more in basketball and Sir Benjamin Stokes in cricket, England's greatest ever cricketer, in my opinion, coached by Khabib Nurmagomedov, who if he was, if, if I, if I was going to put him in, he would have been, he would have put, he would have been a midfielder actually. I would have put him in like a Roy Keane midfielder, Patrick Vieira midfielder. Yeah. Box he'll to box. <laughs> it would have been, it would have been, been slowing your midfield down dramatically, which would have been fantastic. For my footballer comparison, we're going for Manuel Neuer, Danny Alves, Alessandro Nesta, Fabio Cannavaro, and Marcelo. Which I is, love the Brazilians with the Italians in the middle there. Perfect. It's crazy. Midfield free of Zinedine Zidane, Xavi Hernandez, and Ricardo Kaká. Class all round in that one. And a front free. It's, it's very, it's very Hamza looking front free of David Beckham, Ronaldo Nazario, and Cristiano Ronaldo um, up front as well, which is fantastic. I'm, I'm pre- I think we've done pretty well in terms of footballer comparisons. Like no one's gone for like Wayne Rooney as like Ben Stokes because oh they're English. I'm, I'm glad we didn't do it that way, which is good. It had to be had to be reliable and relatable. We're gonna put this on the group now, Sarah, and everyone's gonna be like, "What the hell are you two doing this evening?" I'm gonna I'm gonna mute it for a little bit because I'm gonna be scared. Uh, it's going to be fantastic but no everyone thank you very much for listening to us over the year it's been fantastic and thank you very Wait, much before for... we go we have to say happy belated birthday to hams whose birthday it was yesterday yes it was i've still got a surprise gift that my parents need to pick up as well so i'm looking forward to it and um yeah i'm going to be blessed with new technology in 2024 so that's going to be good fun as well and sarah has told me about Streamyard as well which we might start using in 2024 which will be good fun um, as well but yeah everyone thank you very much for listening and thank you very much for the happy birthday um, as well so it's fantastic to to get that out there as well when is your birthday by the way tell me afterwards so it's not on, on the podcast which will be great uh, yeah which will be good fun but no it's been a, it's been a fantastic year and I thought you know what let's do something fun to end this and I've had a, I've had a ball just going through random amazing athletes from different parts of sport different disciplines and some of the greatest athletes we've ever seen as well respectively we will definitely do a women's one coming up soon as well because this is such a fantastic topic as well which is great by the way sorry the actual topic was footballers footballers draft but film characters that was the actual topic oh my god that would be great but that one like I feel like I would need to sit down and think about that because when you think of like top athletes, you can kind of at least pick immediately like a few, like, you know, the Usain Bolt, LeBron, Michael Mm. Jordan, Tiger Woods, even though he wasn't mentioned, but with films, there's so many, like I would need to sit there and be like, I would have put like Dominic Toretto at center back, like family center back. That would have been family means everything. (laughs) I would have put Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt as like 
attacking midfielder, captain, who could do everything on the pitch, who could just put out fires everywhere. Oh my God, these are crazy. What about, um, what's his name? Oh my God. Captain America, centre-back. Captain leader legend. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's got to get in there for sure. For me, it's got to be the striker. That leaf, that lethal combination that it's got, got to be a striker for me. All right, yeah. maybe here we'll go crazy again. We'll go crazy on another day and release it on another on another special um, holiday event, which would be good fun as well. I like it. I like it. It's something lighthearted and not so serious in terms of football. And then we'll have to compare them in terms of their football and equivalents. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be really, really good. Um, but no, Sarah, before we wrap up, I want to say thank you very much for your time and your efforts this year on Friday Night Counter Attack. It's been great. I'm really looking forward to um, seeing over the Christmas period if we do get accepted for our European Championship tickets, which will be... Um, Fingers crossed it will be good fun and we'll, we'll get some good results coming soon as well, which will be fantastic. But um, what's one thing you're looking forward to doing over the Christmas period um, besides watching football? Yeah, you know, there's going to be so much football being watched. The Premier League never stops. But genuinely, I think we've both said this just to be doing nothing. I will be really happy to be watching a football match and not live tweeting or making <laughs> Or like just compartmentalizing parts of the game so you can talk about it either on a podcast or, you know, at work and whatnot, just to properly enjoy football, lie on the couch, be a bit of a, a lazy girl and yeah, just kind of take a take a breather so we can come back in 2024 better. Refreshed, energized and ready to go, which is the dream. And that's what's going to happen as well. One thing I'm looking forward to is all the food. I'm looking forward oh. to... After three months of strenuous training, coaching, all of this, I'm just like, you know what, two weeks will not harm me um, as much as well. I would look forward to enjoying different types of food as well and cooking different types of food, um, which will be yeah. great as well. So everyone, thank you very much for your time listening today. Sarah, thank you very much for your time and your efforts on this podcast over 2023, especially today as well. Like I said, last minute, no scripts, no notes, no nothing. We went in on this one and... By the way, we'll leave this as a poll on Spotify because we're not going to release this on, on YouTube as well. But it's going to be a Spotify poll to see who actually won this draft, myself or Sarah, um, which is good fun as well. And I can probably say, for some people, it will be me. For most people, I think it will be Sarah. I think you may have won this one. Depends on who watches cricket, I'll tell you right now. Who watches cricket or who watches basketball? So the UK and the subcontinent of, of Asia may be supporting me. But if it's <laughs> North America, I may have lost this one as well. But annoyingly, we have more listeners in North America than in the subcontinent which ain't great at all. Uh, but no, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Sarah, thank you very much for your time. Take care and we'll see you later.